and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 229 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am too far from my microphone. (laughs) I am Grace. (laughs) Today we are watching SG-1. Yes. Season 9. Uh-huh. Episode 19. Holy moly, we're hitting the end of the season. Yes. Uh, Crusade, a.k.a. Immaculate Valaception. Which is so much better than what mine was. Uh, I had a hard time thinking of it, but I was like, Vala story time? Vala, and now it just ended up with, uh, like... <laughs> no, it's, uh, no, no, the one I had... Oh, crap, because I forget the I name have of the it. town. No, no, oh. no. The name of the town is... Oh, shit. Not in my notes. It's Tor something. Hold up. This, this would make much... Oh, Veriska. So it's Once Upon a Time in Veriska. Once Upon a Time in Veriska. I like that. <laughs> Once um, Upon a Time in Veriska. I don't know that I spelled that right, but Probably that's okay. not. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I like how we skated around the Immaculate Conception from Christianity. Yes. And for, the... Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. We'll get there, because... Sam so was I'm thinking it. it back. Sam was thinking it. Oh, yeah. How about not you, Cam? Really? No? Not happening? Okay. Considering you Considering. just talked about your grandma two scenes ago. Yeah. If anyone's going to think of that first, but sure, whatever. Um, I guess no. So. Yeah. Any pop culture-y things this week? Um, God, I feel like. All I've done this week is is mindlessly um, just play Tomb Raider. I've, <laughs> I've, guys, I finished the story yeah, yeah, last yeah. week. You're just rolling around. I'm just rolling around trying to 100% the game. Spoilers, I'm not gonna. I've yeah. made it to like 94% and I'm like, I'm done now. Um, no, this week was marked by real life adventures. Oh, yes. Um... The Adventures of Puppo and Puppo. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with the happy ending. Everybody's fine. Everyone's fine, and, and everyone is fine. safe and sound. Probably 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah it was not a long adventure. Was, the entire ordeal was, like, 45 minutes. We didn't even get halfway to your house. Yeah. Um, they, they were... We were they, our dogs... Went on an adventure <laughs> without permission or supervision. They went on an eighties movie. Yeah, they went full. So they um, they found a hole from our. They're crafty little they guys. They went full like Goonies adventure. Yeah, well, it was a very crafty approach. I think they've been watching us play too many video games, Probably. and it's gonna have to stop because they found a hole from our fence into our neighbor's fence, and from the neighbor's backyard. Yeah, they found a hole into the forest that is behind our house. Yeah. Um, however, by the time we noticed they were gone, they were not in our backyard. <laughs> they were not in the neighbor's backyard. They were in the they forest. They were in the forest. Um, and there was a lot of um, 
Grace going full Mama Grace. Yeah. Traipsing in the forest. I was covered in cactus needles for a little while. That's not fun. Because there's cactus back there. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? There's no way to know how that happened. Because, guys, it's Florida and cactus aren't like a natural growing thing out here. No. We uh, we got, a, we got a, a, a calm but panicked phone call. Yeah. And uh, we essentially dropped everything. I grabbed a handful of treats and yeah. left. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say this. The silver lining of this whole situation. One, the boys are home. But two, yes. we learned that in that moment of terror, we do okay. Yeah. We do okay. Um, we didn't yell at each other. We didn't freak out. We said, okay, you go this way. I go that way. And. Call the dog. As soon as the dogs saw the car, they're like, oh, we were supposed to go home oh, now. Oh, that's dad. Oh, yeah. that's dad. We'll um, go home now. So they went on an adventure into the forest, but they were smart enough to stay in the forest. Opposite of what my MFM tells you. <laughs> um, in this case, in this case, it stay, was safer to stay it, in the forest. It's, it's, it's how you avoid getting murdered when next to the forest there is a major roadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they stayed sexy and stayed in the forest mm-hmm. until they found their daddy. Um, or their daddy's car. How they heard that car is beyond me because it's, it's a, a goddamn Prius. Prius. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. They're like, that thing's moving and it's not making sound. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. must be the daddy. That must be dad. Um, because I will say, uh, our Jeep is the opposite yeah. of a Prius. Uh, you can hear it coming from a distance. And yeah. Kaylee, Kaylee actually hears it before me. Yeah. And will start barking about five minutes. Yeah, she lets everyone know. <laughs> no! <laughs> So there is now a uh, cinder block blocking the hole that they've escaped from. So you will hear in yeah. real time whenever they go investigate Every the cinder block. Every time they get too close to it, I will mute my mic and yell at them. <laughs> so you'll hear me, hear me in the background of yep. Nixie's yep. mic. Basically. Uh, yeah. So it's it should be easy to fix. We just don't know how. Because the, you have to take something apart to put the slats back in. Because it's one of those weird you plastic know, fences. You know who it sounds like? You need to take a look at it. Bartender. Bartender Nicholas. husband Nick. Bartender husband Nick. Yeah. We may do that tomorrow. We may ask him for some help. You know, he's free tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> voluntold. He's someone's been voluntold. So that was my adventure of the week. Can I just, before any adventures, I just have to say, uh, speaking on the word voluntold, which uh-huh. is a, a word that we are quite fond of. Yeah. Um, I, I just, because I didn't have any other chance to talk to you, Grace, about oh, this. Yeah. There was another, super topical, we're going to go there, it's okay. Uh, there was a new invented word on Critical Role this week. Yes. That is, like, one of my new favorite words. Okay. Which is... Problemtunity. Oh yes, <laughs> I do remember hearing problemtunity. A problemtunity <laughs> is one of my new favorite invented words, and I hope to put it into my regular lexicon. <laughs> yeah, um, that one. <laughs> God damn it, Sam Regal. Sam, motherfucking Regal. Yeah. We haven't finished the app, but we've made it past that point. Problemtunity. Problemtunity. Um, it's it like it sounds a little sinister or flimflammy, but it's actually a great approach. It is because it it reminds me of one of like the first classes I took in my journey to this um, uh, essentially to, to who leadership, you are today, uh, per, like focused person and like 
upper management training essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. which is what these you know some of these things are is is this real cheesy notion of turning obstacles into opportunities exactly it's a opportunity which if you'll remember was something we actually talked about that Hammond did a lot he did so problem tunity feels right up in that alley. Hundred percent. It's a problem tunity. Uh huh. <laughs> I love it. So that. anyway, um, my pop culture. Tell I didn't me. really have any adventures this week. Okay. I started a new couple sewing projects, but nice. that's about it. Um, I did paint my nails like seven hundred times. I haven't done my nails in like a week, and my, I need mind to. You, there's still nothing later on them today. Right now. Yes. Um, I so there is a series that exists uh-huh. that many people are big fans of okay. that I never got around to watching. Oh, that reminds me. But you finished. And I never had like a super interest in watching. Okay. And I am now in season five. I don't know. Everything runs together, including the episodes. I am now watching The Office. Oh, wow. What do you think? I've watched it three times. Here's what I will say about The Office. Uh-huh. And I explained it to Nick this way. If something else came along that I wanted to binge, I currently would have no problem stopping The Office and maybe never coming back to it. Okay. But, like, right now, like, I'm still watching. Yeah. Like, you know. Here's the thing with The Office. It's... It's got these really great moments of absurdity. Yes. That make up for the rest of the quiet. I will tell you, and and actually I will tell you, one of the characters, and I did not know she was also a writer on the series. Oh, yes. Is. First of all, how dare you? Which is her line. It is. (laughs) But I didn't know she was a writer on the series. Yeah. I was really just me using her line from the show at you. 100%. Is is Mindy. Yes. Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Uh, She, yeah, she's... She's in, she's just great. I love she's what fantastic. she does, and I, and love I adore her, her. Her style and her approach. Her, her character is is among like I think Dwight's too overtly weird for me sometimes. Yes. But her and uh, Steve Carell, that Steve Carell magic is just perfect. And I will be honest, I don't know what it is, but like Steve Carell. This character doesn't do as much for me in that show. Yeah. But Kelly, I'm like, I'm somehow fascinated by everything you do. She's great. Um, I will say that if you stick around long enough, and it's when the show starts to show its age. I do know there's another person who comes on the series that I'm a super fan of. Yeah, Dr. Donna. Uh-huh. Yeah. Catherine Tate. I did yeah. know she joined. Okay, I was going to say, if you stick around long enough, you'll get some Catherine Tate. I've met her. She's so adorable. She's amazing. That's so cool. Um, yeah, I did forget one thing because we ate it so fast. Yeah. That I forgot that it happened this weekend. Uh-huh. But Jesse and I... We're like, let's get into Perry Mason. We'll do an episode. I've heard uh, this. A weekend. Yeah. Um, there's only eight. Mm-hmm. We're not fans of long series as mm-hmm. far as something to watch that's not in the background. Yeah. Um, we're just not Whereas great we in the long haul. <laughs> um, and so we were like, this this is doable. It's, yeah. it's eight episodes. The last one came out this last Sunday, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. might be a long watch. Um, we finished it. We couldn't not finish it. We were like... Oh, I gotta keep going. Yeah, that's on my list of things I want to watch with Nick. Perry Mason is yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, 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 First of all, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, beautifully done. Um, 
it's a great inception like or or yeah. origin story mm-hmm. if you will um it's like a marvel origin story i don't see the dogs okay there i see are. the dogs so got it um <laughs> this is this is gonna be my paranoia for a while it's fine um it it also takes place in an era of the of time and space that I'm in love yeah, with. Yeah, I do know you. Which love. is the early 1900s yeah. California. Yeah. To a point, so so much so that um, they mentioned the town that I was born and raised in. There you go. And uh, it's where Perry's um, son lives. Okay. Where Perry's um, son and and former uh, wife, I guess, live. And so there's visits through there. There's these nice, great, sweeping shots of the awesome. landscapes. And then you get, like, downtown 1930s L.A. Nice. I mean, the whole thing starts on Angels Falls, which is one of those, like, cool, kitschy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just beautiful. The story's something else. Tatiana Masalani's in it. I do like her. Uh, and she is interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't want to ruin anything, but it's just really good. And then there's one guy whose name I will not remember because I'm an awful person. So I'm going to look it up while hey, I'm talking. it's better than how I forget <laughs> names. <laughs> but it's, um, <laughs> is it though? Because I feel yeah, awful about this. Yeah. It is, um, it's one of the other, um, private agent guys, Pete Strickland. Oh. Uh, the guy who plays Pete Strickland is great. The guy who plays... Paul Drake is great. They did some changes to some of the characters. See, I don't thoughtful. really know Perry Mason to begin with, so I'm like, I would go into it with a blank slate. It's one of those where I, like, I yeah. know Perry Mason was a show, yeah. was a character, but, like, that's pretty much the extent. So, they changed a couple of things to create some representation. Mm-hmm, which is nice. Which is important in this era. Yeah. Um, there's a character who is... Um, who it's a it's a gay character and then there's a character who is a black character mm-hmm. neither were either in the in the original it, iteration <laughs> but it doesn't break the show yeah and it doesn't it's just so beautifully done because they're not the gay character yeah, or it's just the black character because wasn't the original like like the was it a radio or like the earliest tv i think there was the very first serial um, drama yeah. on TV or something like that. Because I thought it was like the 40s and 50s. Yeah, it was in the 1950s. Yeah. It was the very first um, like series that was yeah. um, like not a, a comedy. Series. That was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but that one that is definitely worth the watch. Big, big, big time. Uh, I will definitely have to check that um, out. Like if I could travel in time, I would just get married in the 1930s. <laughs> I would just do that because that's kind of what I want. Well, thankfully, I brought in my TARDIS along. Yeah, in a field in California somewhere in the 1930s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing that we started watching, which I'm late to the game on, and Jesse's watched before, and I'm just starting, is True Detective. I started the first season and lost interest. No. Yeah, go ahead. Let them in. Sorry, I'm talking at the door. <laughs> I will say another series, um, if anyone is, like, interested in, in it all, is there is one that I started watching on Netflix that I just kind of accidentally ran across it. And it's it's a very short little um, documentary series. It's called, is it Connected or Interconnected? Oh, I don't know it. And it's it's actually really interesting. It's kind of just a fun little documentary that covers all sorts of things and so they'll have things like the theme is clouds 
And so they'll start with, um, like, the atmosphere and, and clouds there and, and how clouds in one part of the world will affect things in another part of the world. But then they go into, like, the information cloud and oh, like and that's how, cool and how that interconnects and and sort of the founding of that and everything there were the one that sort of caught me the most was they have an episode of on dust and so they start with this one desert it's not the Sahara and I forget which one it is but it's yeah. a specific desert in Africa and they'll go to the very center of it and you know they find these you know catfish remains that were there from when that was an ocean oh cool and then they'll you can they talk about how that sand then is picked up and is taken across the um across the ocean and how that dust will directly affect the strength of hurricanes that are there and then they Dang. go into a rainforest in South America and how, like, that dust from the, from the desert is actually critical for okay. the rainforest to get the nutrients it needs. I feel like I need to be really high when I watch this. You probably should be. <laughs> um, they, have, like, an ep- they have another episode on poop. Nice. And how, like, poop is actually vital Sure. For a lot of things and how all the information is just kind of a cool God It's just kind of a cool documentary and they have like this sort of large scale theme for each episode and it it's one of those things where they hop around subjects but in a nice logical way yeah. and yeah. covers these broad things. It's just kind of I mean there's one part where they go hunting in the ocean for orca poop. That's a thing that I didn't know was And then the they thing. get really excited because they didn't get orca poop, but they got, like, humpback whale poop. They made a problatunity. And there is a dog whose job it is is trained to find whale poop and how, dolphin poop. How does that even work? I don't know, but he's, he's like, this dog. Is he dog. a swimmer? Does no, he, he sits on the front of the boat, and he'll, like, motion where to go. That's amazing. To find the dolphin poop. Can we poop. just have a podcast about how dogs are incredible? Dogs are completely incredible, and then he's really excited because he gets to play with his ball when he finds the poop. Fuck yes, all I want to do is <laughs> smell poop and uh, play with my ball. It's just, it's a fun I'm a good series. boy. And, like, the, I forget the guy's name who hosts it. But he's completely entertaining. He is a fantastic host. Uh, and it's like only like, what, eight episodes? Six episodes? So it's not even that much of an investment. Oh, uh, yeah. I may have to get into that. It's real fun. I'm going to I'm gonna do that. I'm going to get into that. Um, yeah, dogs are really just cool. Dogs are the best. Um, I, I want to I train my dogs to sniff her out if I'm having a low blood sugar. That's 100% doable. I, I, think, I think so. I think one dog may be a little more interested um, interested in, in doing yeah. that than the other one. <laughs> the other one may be more interested in um, putting beetles <laughs> in our bed sheets. Yeah. Which sounds like a thing I made up. But it's not. Guess what? It's, it's not. not. It's not. It's not. There was a beetle in the, um, in the laundry room when I was doing laundry this morning, and I made a mental note to come grab him. Yeah. And then when I went to grab him, well, he, he was, was gone. gone. Yeah. But there was a little boy who had run into the bedroom, and I was like, I actually noted to Jesse, I was like, 
Why is he running to the yeah, bedroom? Like, he was really excited. Huh? Super excited, and he put it at and then a, he was laughing at the foot of the bed yeah. for Jesse. And I was like, "Well, now you have to clean it yep. up because it's yours." Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, that's about the same. We found melon once in our oh, in our sheets. So exciting. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, she likes to bury shit. She's great. We did try to teach him though that if you're gonna eat a beetle, it's like an M and M. Like yeah, you gotta get through once. the well, you gotta get through the crunchy yeah, shell yeah, to yeah, get yeah. to the good stuff. Um, we he was just kind of licking it. And I was like, buddy. We gave Kaylee a, a piece of cabbage. Oh. It fell on the floor. And she, she got to it, but she didn't eat Did it. Did she throw it back at you? No, she decided to. We turned our back and we continued cooking because mm-hmm. we didn't 100% realize she had it. Because yeah. sometimes when Nick is not the cleanest of cookers. Sure. Um, and she proceeded to tear it into the tiniest of pieces like you wouldn't think a dog can shred things into small yeah. confetti sure. sized yeah. pieces. That was her previous job. Um, but confetti maker. she didn't eat any of it. She just, just shredded it. it and then left it on the floor. Yeah, that's what I think of your cabbage. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh it Dogs was, are the best. That was a thing. But that's not why we're here. We're not. We're here to talk about Stargate. Oh, boy. March 3rd, 2006. Woo! We're getting real close to my uh, college graduation oh, here, guys. Wow. Um, this episode was written and directed by oh. Robert C. Cooper. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Exciting times. Um, so we have one, one fairly obvious, yes. well-known face here yes. guest starring uh, Michael Ironside. Yes. Who I will say that I did not recognize him off the bat. A certain yeah, yeah, domestic else? partner, boyfriend, fiance, Jesse was yeah. like, oh, look, it's Michael Ironside. I was like, oh, that's who that is. Oh, yeah, that is who it is. So here's the thing. Uh, he, you know, has a... You know how some people just, not necessarily get typecast, but play a lot of the same yeah. type of... Um, I first saw him as Jester. In Top Gun. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned my love of that film before. Yo, oh, yeah. Here's the other thing. Also forming my childhood, shocker, guys, Free Willy <laughs> was um, a, a, a formative movie of my childhood. Uh, he, he plays the park owner and bad guy yeah. of Free Willy. Uh, what did Jesse call him? He likes to play the heavy. He must play he the said. heavy. Yeah. He was also the captain of the Sequest for the third season, which don't get me started on the third season of Sequest DSV. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, my young brain figured he destroyed the show. Obviously not what I think now. <laughs> but at the time, uh, this guy, he's a journeyman actor. You're, I mean, you're allowed. You're allowed your opinions. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying it's not my opinion now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my opinion when I was young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Starship Troopers, Perfect Storm. Like, the guy's IMDb list is... Long. Yeah, I'm looking through it right now to see which one's the most Not only on screen, but also voice acting. Um, I know he's been the main character in the Splinter Cell, the Tom Clancy Splinter Cell video game oh, since nice. like they started. Yeah. Yeah. All the things. I he's can't... been in every... He is definitely a face you've seen before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's without goes without saying. I was... We were just watching... Oh, we were just watching X-Men First Class, and he's, like, the head of the fleet of boats or something. Maybe he's in every movie. 
Mm-hmm. He just is in every single movie ever he made. Is. He movie is. cannot be made unless you put Michael Ironside in it. Basically, somewhere. I'm pretty sure that's written into his contract that's how that for works. life. Yep. He made a pact with some sort of demon. Demon. Yeah. Little devil. Yeah. I like it. The ghost of Charlie Chaplin. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Who is a demon or devil uh-huh. at this point? Yep. But you know, a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all I mean, demons, not all demons are bad. Not all demons and devils are bad. Yeah. Exactly. So previously on Stargate SG-1. Yes. Remember the time that Vala showed up for a visit? Oh, yeah. How excited were you when Vala was back? So, (laughs) I was very interested in what all of this meant. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. Look at her. She's grinning. She's got something up her sleeve. Uh Uh-huh. What's going on? Uh Uh-huh. And then she like surprises Cam yeah. in the bathroom. Oh yeah, well, just... no, we'll get to we'll get okay, to that okay, part. Okay, okay, I was okay. just more like you seeing Vala back on just screen Vala again. Just Vala in general. Yeah. I'm like it's Chloe Flasier. Um, yes. But yeah, we get the the previously on uh, of Vala and then the body swapping um, and how she stopped the super gate, but then we never found her. And then Merlin's super fancy weapon. Yes. But we start the episode with just Vala. Very pregnant. Oh, super prego. Uh, strolling the hallways of the now, SGC. Now, do we know, was she actually pregnant? Yes, Claudia okay. Black was actually because pregnant. Because I was going to say, that is a very good belly. Yeah, no, that's actually a belly. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> Which is why in all the uh, flashback scenes, they do yeah. all the clever hiding tricks. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in bed with covers. Right. She's behind a table. I love it. <laughs> no, because they do a nice close-up of the belly. And yeah. I said, that's a really good-looking TV belly. Because yeah. usually it, like, protrudes out weird. Yeah. Or it's, like, really high. Nope. Or some other thing. It looks good because it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a practical effect, if pra- you will. <laughs> she got pregnant just for this episode. Super dedicated to the crowd. She's a method. So um, she's looking for Cam, mm-hmm. and she just saunters into the men's locker sure, room. Sure, why not? And I will say, it is the most cliche men's locker room. Yeah. There's, like, steam. And, well, like, and I love the approach where nobody stops her, no. and we know why after. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, people wouldn't stop Vala. No, they wouldn't. They'd be like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> um, all the guys just wearing towels. One of those men wearing just a towel is Cam shaving in a steamed-up mirror, and when he wipes it away... What Cam see is Daniel with, let's just say, a grin that Daniel doesn't normally wear. No, it's a very cheeky, borrowed from John Barrowman <laughs> yes. grin, if you will. Yes. Which, again, is is Vala just the female Captain Harkness? Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely she is. Yeah. Just Could you this- imagine if Vala and Harkness somehow teamed up? The amount of charisma in the room... <laughs> would just make everybody else just shrivel. The amount of trouble... Well, that too. ...and mischief those two would get into? Yeah. That's a, that's some, that's a fan fiction somebody needs to write. hundred percent. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, again, we see Vala, we see Daniel in the reflection, and oh, I just oh. have to give mad props, and I will a couple other times, for uh, Michael Shanks's... Claudia Black impressions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love anytime there's an opportunity for a character to play another character. Uh-huh. It is nice to see um, because this is their job, right? This yeah. this understanding of mannerisms and how people work yes. and how they look. 
the fact that they're this observant because I gotta tell you I'm not that observant no if someone was like imitate Nixie I'd be like I don't I don't I don't know someone told me to like imitate Grace I'm like I don't yeah how hi I'm Grace hello this is Nixie (laughs) I like science I don't yeah I don't know (laughs) Basically. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's um, but it's nice. It's fun when you see people who who are really honed in mm-hmm. and they capture this thing that you're like, oh, I didn't even know that was something I did. Yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, absolutely great. Because then when someone points out things that I do, uh, what what what? Can you remember? Um, to be fair. To be fair, that's it. That's what it was. Someone pointed to be out, fair. and I say, to be fair all the time mm-hmm. and then I became super hyper aware of it thank yeah. you letter Kenny <laughs> I, I I have a lot I don't know what I do a lot of but I probably have my own things probably who knows I don't even know if I pick up on them yeah. I think just <laughs> cause yeah anyway so credits we get the shortest cold open I think in Stargate oh, yeah. history so Cam brings Danla uh-huh. Daniel Vala? Dan- Vaniel. Vaniel? Yes. Vaniel sounds better. Brings Vaniel to the commissary uh, to a Sam who basically drops her breakfast when she sees it. She's it's so hyped. It's so adorable. Yeah. They run to her lab. And the best part here is when Sam explains what the kawoosh is. Uh huh. <laughs> I like that this is the moment where they're like, let's get into this. You know, we've never sat down and talked about this. And Vala's just like, Hi, I'm Vala, and I'm in Daniel's body. Can we talk about this for yeah, a second? Yeah, this is important. Focus, people. So since they destroyed the Alteran communication stones and the base in said Kowoosh, mm-hmm. uh, Sam has been working on her own technology that does the exact same thing. Yeah. Using some Tok'ra subspace communicators, all the data that Billy got when Daniel and Vala were using them, and basically they didn't think they were really having much luck in anything. Yeah turns out they were I love that um, I love that the writers feel that they have to create this much credibility for the yeah. scientists like we we're on board yeah you don't you don't we're being yeah we're with we're, Vala we're fine yeah we're, they, they, we this slightest lantern has to it's be fine home. yeah we're, we're good. We got it we're here just say Sam did it that yeah. we're probably gonna believe it just go because Sam yeah it, you, literally Cam could be like you did that jobby with the things mm-hmm. and then Sam would go yep and I'd be like we're you, on board you call it science cool yeah. okay uh, on top of things <laughs> got it um <laughs> and, and Vala's really glad they did this because she was hoping to tell them and Cam interrupts her they're like you're in the Oreo galaxy she's like yeah 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 no yeah. I am but I have this thing so he goes can can you talk to Daniel and she's like no I'm talking to you yeah and I have a thing that I need to tell you and Can we focus? They do explain, like, the reason it's Daniel is because they were the ones connected. And we're like, no, it's just because it's Daniel and Vala. Yeah, because reasons. Because again, Daniel and Vala. Again, it's the slightest lantern. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Just nod and, and notion that you know that it's a thing and, yep. and go on with it. Uh-huh. So they look they, directly in the camera and be like, here's what we're going to do. Ready? <laughs> Bye. Just look and wink. Yeah. Um, we don't need a fourth wall. So they couldn't break the connection last time. <laughs> Hashtag, we don't need a fourth wall. <laughs> I don't know why that's important, but that's a thing. Uh, I like it. <laughs> um, Sorry, go ahead. This time, they could break the connection just by turning the computer off. And Bella's like, yeah, that's great. Can you not? Because first, I have important intel. I'm not just here to say hi. Yeah. In the briefing room, and in, in 
they do oh, it's a different briefing room mm. it's not our briefing room it's it's um briefing room it's a alt. room that they're briefing in the alt brief but they do this great Daniel on screen Vala in person mm-hmm. like Michael's even doing her accent yeah it's adorable I love it I do love this shot that they give us of like in the camera yeah. versus real life yeah 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 which is interesting it's it works really yeah. well yeah 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 so she's recounting what she remembered um she took a lead role in stopping the supergate mm-hmm. she was not just a part of it yeah um and also, I do like when Landry's like, well, at least we know you're okay. And she's like, I never said I was okay. Yeah, actually, shut the fuck up. That's not no. what we're saying here. Yeah. yeah. I will say Landry doesn't have the best look for the first half of this episode. No, he's a little impatient and not really as aware. A little dismissive. Yes, that's the word. Yes. That's the right word. So she's just going to be real quick, she promises, mm-hmm. which that part you know is a lie. Well, yes. Uh, so they can have Daniel back, because he's supposed to be meet with the Russian and the Chinese Should have been AKA yarn spinning. <laughs> that's what the AKA should have been. I do like spinning yarn. Yes. Both realistically and figuratively. Metaphor and practical. Um, Landry, yeah, Landry's just like all up in the, hey, you have half an hour and I need Daniel back. And we're like, chill the fuck out. Yeah, hey. So she recounts what happened to her. Like, she woke up in a bed in the village of Veriska. Uh-huh. And cut to Vala just drinking a ton of water and is really sure that Daniel's get breakfast and really, could she have some pancakes and ice cream? Um, like fudge, chocolate fudge brownie. I'm on board. I'm on board with that specific. See, that's not my ice cream of choice, but I get it. Just the idea of pancake and ice cream. No, that part I'm okay with. Um, Vala is a woman after my own heart, and is also a reminder of why the universe has not allowed me to get pregnant because I would kill myself. <laughs> because this diabetic should not eat those kind of things. Well, but no, pregnant straight, bellies, it like goes straight to the baby, right? Yeah, and that's totally how that was fine. Yeah, it's totally not shared bloodstream at that point at all. Yeah, no, they're two completely separate mm-hmm. things. Yep, it lives inside its own candy shell inside your tummy. Uh huh. Yep. That's... And that's the miracle of life. <laughs> they just crack it open. Yep. Yeah. You just poop it out, and they crack it open like a giant M and M. Oh God. That's how it works, right? That's 100% how it works. So she's going to continue the story while they get... Which I do like the reference to that being, like, the cliche of a pregnant woman's breakfast. Yeah, yeah. And none of them realize that she's pregnant yet. Yeah. That is... It is pretty on the mark for it to be something a little weird. However, it's Vala. It is Vala. She could 100% just eat that normally. Vala is kind of like the jester of our crew, if you will. I don't think she's like the jester of our crew. She, she just is. is the jester yeah. of our crew. <laughs> it's like the same woman who's just going to eat cup. That's Is that who I am in life? Because all of these Maybe. people that I, I feel attracted... It's like slightly chaotic Muppet who's smarter than they seem yeah. and just wants to eat candy all day. Yeah. Um, appropriate. I have a hunch there's a chance that I'm the bow. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. But I also like you as the Yasha. It's like I'm, a bow-Yasha mix. Listen, I am all down with any combo of bow-Yasha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including the ship of bow and Yasha. It's, uh, it's almost... You know what? Honestly, here's the honest truth. You are a Caleb-Yasha mix. I, I probably am a Caleb-Yasha mix. Yeah, Caleb, Bo is not as aware of how intelligent she is. No, she's not. As you are. 
Um, I am, but Caleb too is, aware, and will share it. I, yeah, I'm too aware, which is usually my problem. Yeah, which is which is <laughs> again the Caleb approach. It's a Caleb in Yasha's body. So anyway, um, so she woke up in the home of a guy named Toman. Yes. Who found her unconscious and thought the gods had sent her to him, which uh-huh. naturally she had no issue with letting him continue pulling. <laughs> yeah, sure, dude. I mean, whatever. Yep. This bed's comfy. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> cut to Nivala licking the empty plate. Yeah. <laughs> of the ice cream. Yep. Um, and, and yes, Vala fully realizes that as a devout or a follower, like, he would have been in the front row to her being burned alive. Yep. Um, but, you know, he's sweet and he's cute. And yeah. so, just not going to tell. He's nice. And he feeds her decent food. Also, you know, listen. Opportunist. Yeah. 100%. As we find out later in the episode, it's less of like, I see her less of a con person and just more of a whatever fucking keeps me alive person. That's exactly it. She's just lived in a world that's far too unstable to be. And to have that type of rigid Sometimes does she have to con someone to make some money to, like, survive with? Yeah. Yeah, sure. But, you know. Mm-hmm. So, totally. back to the story. Toman has a limp that he's had since childhood, and apparently he's a little bit of a social outcast uh, from that since the locals, Bella figures, Leave it. must think the Ori have Sorry. found him unfit for normalcy. Yeah, um, that's super not weird at all, but sure, but at least you're cute. But also something I can completely imagine happening in yeah. this culture. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It, it's, it's happened in our own culture. It's red flags to us. Yes. But it, it's appropriate for the existence that he's in. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I hear ya. So... You know, she did what she could to fit in. Mm. Uh, she, at one point, was seen as, you know, special, because she was the woman who fell from the sky. Right. You know? Um, eventually, they just started thinking that she was someone who ran away from another village because she was a scandal, which, as <laughs> she says with, I think, a heavy heart self-deprecation, is something <laughs> she's a little more familiar with. Yep, 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 yep. Yikes. Um, but again, it's it's... It's, you know, the first chance she's gotten to be this exalted figure or to be like on the on the other side of of things. I mean, there was the time that she was playing to be a ghoul. Right. But again, it's like the first time that she's gotten to play the role of the quote unquote normal mundane person who's who's that we know of. Sure. Yeah. That we've seen. Yeah. Uh, you do, I do, one of the things I love about Vala is, is how clear we know that when she does this self-deprecation, like, that mix of how we know it's an act, but also it's not an act. No, she's had to go through some shit. She has, but she plays it off like, I know it's clear, you think, yeah. I know you think I know it's clearly an act, but really these are the times that I can say what I really feel because I'm yeah. playing it off like an act. Yeah. But I can cut out of it real quick anytime. I, I yeah. just love that. Yeah. I guess it's it's the first time that for, like, the... Uh, Volus had to live the equivalent of always having a pill, a knife under your pillow. Yeah. Like this may be the first opportunity she's had to where she didn't immediately feel that she had to do. At that. least in a while, yeah. Y- yeah. She does always have the threat of the Ori discovering of course, her, of which course. she mentions. Yeah. Um, and 
we see her joining everyone else and prostrating themselves before yeah. the prior, which, fun times. Yeah. So eventually she's like, look, my goal became either getting back here, being able to communicate with you, something. Like, I couldn't just live here as my new existence. Yep. So she figured the best way to do that was to find the anti-Ori underground movement. Yes. Um, and she started carefully asking questions at the pub. Sure, sure, sure. Very carefully. Like, just scoping it out, really. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of insight checks at this point. <laughs> yeah. And we see... And they're not going super well. They're not going super well. We see Vala with dinner with Tomen in, in a nice hide-the-pregnant-belly shot. Yeah. Um, and we see the village is run by Michael Ironside. And, sorry, Sebus. Yes. <laughs> Same. Same. Uh, he is the barkeep and administrator, which she's like, it's such a it's such a contradiction. And I'm like, but is it? Yeah. <laughs> but is it? Yeah, no, it's it's really not. Especially in those days when the, in, the 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 bar and the inn was really the center of the entire town. Well, and that's where all the info goes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and he's of course he's known as the most pious man in the village. Um, yeah. And very strict, but also you know sometimes flexible with his morals. Uh huh. Do what you gotta. Like Cam's grandma used to say, no point in going to confession if you ain't got nothing to confess. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think was why... I think I would have loved Cam's grandma. 100%. Do you know how many times I got out of going to confession? <laughs> I can't count. I can count on one hand the number of times I went. I think I can as well. It's twice. Yeah. Once before my first communion. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Once before my confirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm out. And I believe my uh, things I confessed were things on I picked on my brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was like, am I real? Like, I remember how foreign this thing felt to me. Like, why do I have to tell you these things if I didn't get in trouble for them already? What well, am I... See, and I was the person who got more into the, like, well, why should I have to confess to you if God was all-knowing? Wouldn't he already that know that I did it? That was kind of a little bit of it. Like, yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> I guess I said some bad words. Yeah, It was usually like, my thing. I was like, I said bad words. I said bad words, and I was like, I didn't get in trouble for it, so why should I go purposely get in trouble for it yeah, now? Yeah, that's just dumb. Like, I didn't get the point, and so I just kind of, like... because we're assholes. <laughs> was such an asshole. <laughs> We're like, no, nah, I'm good. No, God and I, we're cool. Yeah, you just, 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 we'll listen. We'll go, we're both sides Yay, here, we'll go Catholicism. through the motions. I'm sorry to anybody who is still practicing. We're just lapsed. Super lapsed. And just didn't work for us. I'm so much of you do you. I know so many people who that is like, it still find works. a lot of, yeah. of, of like, not just comfort, but, you know, it works. And you it's know, something they it's believe not in. like it's a dying breed. We're no. going to be okay. And I'm like, dude, rock it. Yeah. Uh, me, on the other hand, let's just say, oh, win our own paths. Yeah. <laughs> With some stuff. Mine was just more like, I don't want to do that much work. Mine was, I was doing too much work. Oh. And became the pain in the ass. Sure. Person. Too many questions asked. Uh huh. Got it. Yeah, I was that one Good because time. you know me, uh, and especially a younger me, I would not be able to get away with something that didn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, I gotta ask these questions. So I just asked too many questions, mm-hmm. and they just went. But can you not? Can you just shut shut your mouth? Yeah. 
Okay, where were we? Okay, so... We were in the bar. We were in the bar. And we do see uh, Sebus and his goons shaking down a guy in the alley for payment. Mm-hmm. Super pious. Yeah. Super pious. The most pious, pious of... Pi- they piously shook him down. He's like... He's like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Vala quickly sees through this pious yeah. facade... And Landry, meanwhile, is like, look, I love a colorful story, but, like, Daniel and I are going to be late. Yeah. Can you paint with, like, three colors? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of all the colors of the wings? Yeah, yeah. Everything in the whole world. Yeah. Vala's like, yeah, I got intel. You're going to want to know it. I'm yeah. just giving you backstory so it makes sense. It's going to take some time I'll to get there. I'll skip ahead heck some. Yeah. She goes, yeah. so, Toman and I got married. <laughs> yeah. Way too far, too far. I mean, I had no choice. He was so devout he's not going to sleep with me out of wedlock. Yeah, I mean, a girl's got needs. Listen, I do love the wedding dress. Yes. I will say, I do love the wedding dress. It's a good dress. Um, everyone is very confused. I mean, it's not that hard to understand. Not that hard I to understand. want to sleep with boy. Boy will only sleep <laughs> well, with Well, in this Mary. case, it's more of, I ma- need ma- to sleep. Per- I need yeah. to sleep yeah, with boy. That too. Need to sleep with boy. Must marry boy to sleep with boy. Therefore, must marry boy. Also, let's be honest... Considering it's a marriage of opportunity, Vala's not going to really give any shits about the vows she takes. No. she. Well, again, the woman who will prostrate herself to whatever will keep exactly. her alive, she's like, fine. Sure, we'll marry. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yep. yep. For All life. All mean stuff. Uh, for life and after life. And, uh-huh. All the things. Got it. Maybe she skipped too far in the story, though. Yeah. A little bit. She's like, look... I was trying to tell the story and lay it out all in order. Good choice of words. <laughs> She's like, what choice did I have? Like, these are people who burn you at the, you know, when you do anything wrong. What right. are they going to do with someone who gets pregnant out of wedlock? Uh, come again? And everyone, she sees a shocked face and she forgets that they can't actually see that she's super pregnant. Yeah, like way prego. Super pregnant. She's going to have that baby any minute now. Like it's 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 well beyond the <laughs> like is she or is she not pregnant? No, that's yeah, that's a pregnancy belly. Yeah. That is not just maybe possibly could just be fat. Yeah, that's not possibly just Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> that's beyond <laughs> I had Chipotle for dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once they realized she was pregnant, they figured out. Well, she once she realized she was pregnant, she like the only way she was gonna get out of this uh-huh. alive is to marry him as fast as she could, yeah. and then hopefully convince him it's his kid. Um, yeah. Which I will say something that's been done. Uh huh. Forever. This is just intergalactic Jerry Springer. <laughs> so Cam is like, hold the phone. I am mm-hmm. sure I don't want to know the answer to this. But who is the father? Wouldn't we like to know? Vala would like to know too. Yeah. She has no idea. She's like, I did I had did none of the necessary bits. There was no <laughs> sexing going on. <laughs> Between getting there and her wedding night, and on her wedding night she knew she was pregnant. Yeah. Like there was no pregnancy happening. Sure, yeah. No, you know, birds and bees shit. Yep. Um, and everyone is stunned into silence. Until Tilk states the obvious. Well, yes. It's impregnation without copulation. I love that slogan. I don't know where <laughs> it works, but it feels like a protest chant. It does. Impregnation uh, without oh. taxation without representation. I mean, that's what it is. 
impregnation with Valkyrie. And rightfully, as anyone would oh, be. Oh, God, it's like something out of a sci-fi fucking future. Fucking terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone heard of anything like this? And Cam knows of one. Oh, well, I like Teal'c's better. Teal'c, Teal'c, I have an issue with Teal'c's. Yeah. Teal'c just goes, uh, Darth Vader. Yeah, well. And Vala would like to know how that turned out. Well, just great. Thank you. Listen, I am on the minority who does not think that Darth Vader was immaculately conceived. No. She never said she wasn't with anyone. She just said, I carried him. I raised him. There was no father. He's mine, yeah. Never said there wasn't, like, a sperm donor, essentially. Well, that's true. Hmm, Shmi. That's all I'm what saying. What are you up to? That's all I'm saying. Like, Shmi never said there was no bits happening yeah. to get pregnant. So I have never been one to assume that she just woke up pregnant. Interesting. Like, point. I get that's what they were, like, that's what George Lucas was going for. Right, but it's, 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 um... Uh... It's open for interpretation. I assumed that, who, like, whether it was the Force itself or something else, came human form, like, old school Zeus style. Yeah. Seduced Shmi. I, I, you know, Shmi this may have been completely hands. in love. Yeah. This you one's know? all you. A hundred percent. I'm in the minority. I totally get it, but that's yeah. what I always assumed it well, was. Well, I just mean you You know more about this than yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. so I defer to you. Because I think the whole thing was, you know, when people, it's like, you know, it, it anyone can can have a kid, but it takes, like, a man to be sure, a father sure, type sure, thing. Sure, 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 sure. That's what I always assumed it was. Anyone can be a father, but it takes a certain man to be a dad. Yeah, yeah, that's what I assumed it was. Like, it was... He yeah, didn't have he a wasn't around, so he doesn't father mm-hmm. figure. I'm into it. Anyway... Cam is not thinking of who you, I, or Sam is thinking he's thinking of. Sure. He's actually thinking of King Arthur. Of course, because that's, you know, more important right here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And, you know, of course, the first person anyone thinks of when they think of a child being born from a miracle. Yeah. They think of King Arthur. 100% of King Arthur. In the entire everywhere, especially in the United States of America. 100%. That's Someone, all. like, who grew up... In the South. In the South with an extremely devout family. Right. Would immediately think of King, King Arthur. Arthur before... Knock, I'm done. Like, I don't even think... That, I think... I don't even think that's the first person I think of. I, I don't know that it's the first person anyone thinks of. <laughs> now, Darth Vader may be the first may, person yeah, I think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, he, he, he's been reading up on Merlin recently, Cam's uh-huh. been. Sure, for sure, obvious sure. reasons. Right. Um, and some legends say that, that Merlin enchanted the queen who mommed Arthur. Mommed her? Yeah. I like it. I like that new phrase. Mommed. It's mommed. Hey, where were you mommed? <laughs> exactly. What mommed you? <laughs> Now, this is what you say to the woman carrying the child. Yeah. Like, it's not something you say to the child. You're like, where were you mommed? Like, yeah. who did it? Yeah. It was a baby. Dad. Well, it's the act of, of momming someone. Yeah. Like, like knighting them? Yeah. <laughs> With your dick? Yeah. Well, no, it's when the kid's born. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you mom them with your dick, This though. is true. 
This is true. I was thinking that your mom's like like Merlin mommed this person. This is true. This is true. He made her a mom. This is very true. With his dick. This is very true. <laughs> I just like saying that part over and over. <laughs> with this with his again, there was no magic. <laughs> per my last email. <laughs> <laughs> again, there was no enchantment that she just became pregnant. In the summation <laughs> was Merlin <laughs> gifting the queen. That's what he called his dick. His dick. <laughs> Are you ready for the enchantment? <laughs> and she's like, oh, give me the enchantment. <laughs> Guys, this is not a PG-13 podcast. <laughs> not today, at least. I guess that's a good question. Did, uh, yeah. Did Merlin mom, mom me with the your queen? enchantment? Or did Arthur mom <laughs> by, like, making the mom, like, making her the mom? <laughs> Guys. Answers this question, like if if someone is mom, is who it does a two the part momming? Like, Maybe is it like an momming. introductory portion of the like to be? It's mo- like a two part vaccine. <laughs> yeah, the first you got to get that booster. Yeah, to be fully mommed. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just kind of you've started, potential for momming. You've started the momming process. Yeah. <laughs> But again, you've got a window in which you must complete the mommy. Oh, uh, you do. It's about a nine-month window. Yeah, and if you don't, then you're not mommed. You're partially mommed. You're partially mommed, and you could be mommed again. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And you're open to being remommed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you it's remommed? Like if you don't complete the the mommy process, it doesn't mean that you weren't mommed in the first sure. place. Sure. Yeah, you just weren't fully mommed. I just wasn't fully mommed. <laughs> this episode goes out to all our moms. <laughs> We hope you enjoy us talking about dicks. Happy momming day. <laughs> That's fucking day, isn't it? That is day of conception. Momming day is the day That's of conception. That's what I mean. Is momming day the day of conception or your birthday? Well, it's an anniversary. It's against the two-part momming situation. Yeah. Both days are an anniversary of momming. Now, do you celebrate then every nine months? Like, the, like does this thing go back? You know what I mean? There's two dates you celebrate? I guess... It's like a. <laughs> I love this so much. The mommings. AKA the momming. Okay, oh. let's get back to the show. We need to get back to this already. I'm also realizing I didn't put any of my stuff on airplane mode. Hopefully, oh, it hasn't fine. been fucking with stuff. So, anyway, believe it or not, this is not the part they need to hear. Like, Vala, like, being pregnant is a problem for her. Uh-huh. It is not, like, a problem, the much larger problem that she's here to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Landry is, like, getting done Yeah. with this. Mm-hmm. So, Vala is baking? Hitting things with... She's trying to do something she's, with dough. She's, um, uh, very angry at that piece of dough. Well, listen, that is partly why you bake. Yeah. To knead shit. And there that's where you get your anger out. It's got a very interesting approach to kneading. He, that's not how you knead. No. But that's fine. Uh, Toman comes in without his limp. Hmm. And the prior has apparently blessed him. He can walk, run, fight. He's been constricted. Yike. Um, Vala is like... Vala tells us they're building ships and they're building armies. Like, 10,000-fold. Oh, boy. It's wartime. And we see Toman getting armored up as Vala tells us that since the day Daniel met the Ori... They have been preparing their followers for a crusade. 
Cool, 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 cool. Like, this is all Toman has dreamed of, to be yeah. able to serve the Ori like this. Uh-huh. And she questions him. They're like, really? Like, you can just go and kill people that you don't know anything about? Yeah, you're fine with this? He's like, look, they're enemy of the Ori, and they reject the teachings of origin. What more is there to know about them? Well, yeah, as far as he's concerned. Even being so far away in another galaxy, like, evil can't be allowed to fester anywhere. So we're going to have to go kill them. For the good of the galaxy. Yeah, I mean they're they're working their magic, those Ori. Yeah. They're doing what they do best. Um Avala like tries to do what she can to be like, hey, maybe see the other side, man, but he's Yeah, he's not into it. And and not been swayed. And and good on her for knowing, like, oh this won't be this won't be yeah. I can't shake him. Um and she knows that when he returns home he's not gonna be the same. He's like, No, I'm not. Yikes. But for him, that's a good thing. And Vala tells us that Toman is one of the gentlest, most honest souls that she's known. And this she's is when actu- we remember that Vala's a really good guy. Yeah. Like, he's just, yeah. And she's actually in tears because she knows that he's been raised from birth to believe in origin. Like, no one's going to win this fight. Yeah. This There's going to be tragic amounts of bloodshed. Yep. Like, she is it goes regardless of what people are fighting for it's gonna be ugly yeah um and Walter calls over the PA to Landry to the briefing room and so the rest continues without Landry and Sam's like well let me share with you some of the stuff we've learned over the past year mm-hmm. Val is like ain't gonna matter yeah none of these followers are gonna listen to jack shit they're not interested yeah you know even even with having the resistance, that's, what, a handful of people among millions. Yeah, it, it, she's she's trying to warn them of, like, basically this this clone army that's being created. Yeah. Yeah, for lack of a better... Since we're on the Darth Vader trip. Since we're talking Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so, in the briefing room, Landry goes to explain to Shen and Chekhov that Daniel is occupado for the moment. Um, which I like how he just makes it sound like he's he's in the he's in the bathroom. He's a pooping. He's he's he said some really bad poops. Yep. Um, he'll get back to us when he's done pooping. Which is fine. Chekhov is like having him here was a courtesy because he negotiated the original treaty that resulted in letting you borrow the Stargate. Um, all of this is really courtesy. Like, the official word is going being handed to the president right now. The treaty is going to come up for renewal in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Russia is taking the Stargate back. Yikes. Because, you know, we don't have enough on our hands right now. No. Let's no. just deal with some international issues as well. Intergalactic and international. You know, all the inters. Yep, yep. Let's just deal with that now. Sorry about all the sounds, everybody. I'm being attacked by ants. That's not good. No. Roll it. So back into Vala's story. So she struck up with a friendship with the girl in the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, Den- I- Denya. Denya. Thank you. Mine had an S instead of an A, so I was very confused. Um, and by the look of SG-1's face, you know, they're not surprised that she has more in common with the village harlot than the local knitting circle. I mean, of course. That's who I would want to hang out with first. I'm more like, as a knitter, Why not both? harlots like knitting too. Yeah, why not both? Why not both? From your own better knitting circle, mm-hmm. I will tell you, many knitting circles are boring. That's, That's why you have to start fair. your own. Yes. So, 
Um, she she plays the Have you heard about game with getting pregnant without sex? <laughs> and I love that Denya's like, well, maybe you just fell asleep. I mean, I feel like I hear what she's saying. 100%. I hear what she's saying. 100%. She's like, I, I, I mean, technically you were still there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, it's not me. Uh, you know, yeah. but have you heard of the Ori giving someone a baby magically? Because, like, they perform miracles all the time. Yeah. What if we wanted an Ori magic baby? And Just, uh, you know, spitball it. Again, I like how Denya's like, if you say so, with basically a giant wink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay, Vala. <laughs> she she might as well have wunk, winked. Yeah. So Denya's smart. Wunk, I like that. Wunk, she, yeah, she it's the past her. tense of a wink, right? It was a wunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she was testing Vala because, dun da 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 she's part of the anti-Orion resistance. <laughs> Uh, but she always lives in fear that Sevis will find out and kill her. Yeah. Because, you know, we've learned that Sevis is clearly a big jerk, and that's all there is to his story. Uh-huh. The end, bye. Which, I mean, sometimes it wouldn't have passed him for that being the end yeah, of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime later, that day or the next day, Sevis pounds on her door, and they take Vala. And they chain her to that burning circle. Uh-huh. In We've been here town. before. Been here it was before. super fun last time, and I'm sure it will continue to be this time. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Sivas tells the town that she's unholy, she conspires with the blah, 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 blah. She's uh-huh. an unbeliever, and she has to be burnt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the typical words. Doesn't take very many of them no. for, you know, them to just kind of go along with things. Landry storms into his office, um, like, asking, I'm sure, Walter to get Woolsey on the phone, and Chekhov is, like, follows him in, trying to talk him down. <laughs> Look, Russia is totally, like, was willing to loan out the program because their government didn't want to do a full program. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But things have changed. And she's like, because China's backing you now, which is why Shen was there at the meeting. Well, you know, they are neighbors. They are neighbors. And and then she's like, does the rest of the committee even know what you are planning on doing? And Chekhov was like, well, they will. And they're going to be invited to participate just like you've allowed us to participate mm-hmm. in the program now. Yeah. Remember how this was a shit deal? Yeah. We're going to do the same shit deal to all of you guys. And the U.S., you know, uh, will have the same equal footing that we've had now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes around, goes around. Everything's fine. Just kind of go with it. Shut up and agree. And Landry's like, do you really think that my government's going to give up the gate? Yeah. Yeah. Fighters keepers, it's ours, (laughs) and we're not letting it go that easily. We've licked it. This is my ball. Yeah, we licked it. Yeah, come get it. So, back in the village, Sivas demands to know who else has been corrupted when Vala's response is a much more diplomatic, go fuck yourself. Uh Uh-huh. And... He's like, look, no one is to look at, talk to, help, you know, anything, Mm -hmm. this woman. Because the unbelievers will be found and then punished. Yep. And everyone disperses. Yay. Including Toman. Everything's fine. Poor Toman. I mean, what's he supposed to do in this moment? Yeah. Because, I mean, he likes Vala, but again, the Ori are his entire everything. Yeah. This is his chance. So... Uh, she sits there for at least a full day at first, mm-hmm. um, sitting in very uncomfortably, 
And we see Toman sitting at the foot of his bed in the darkness that night, like, contemplating. Again, yeah, this is a moment of truth for him. Like, what the fuck do you do? Unfortunately, well, we'll get there. Um, another day and night go by. She's not even given water. Mm-hmm. And the second night, she collapsed off the chair to the ground. I'll give Bala this. She's got a very high constitution. Very high constitution. She's made it through a lot of crap. And she sees then this vision of her in bed with flames engulfing the top of a canopy with a weird face uh-huh. in the flames. Yeah. Totally normal. That's not weird, immaculate conception shit at all. Yeah, totally normal. Everything's fine. So she wakes the next day, still in the town square. Um, she sees Toman again, who turns his back on her. Mm-hmm. She's not able to really get up back onto the chair stoop yeah. thing. A third night goes by. It's she's getting rough. It's she's gonna not make it. It's like uh, Danielle says in a little bit. Yeah, real rough. Yeah. And Danielle sees her in the window and points out to Sivas that if she was gonna say anything, she would have by now. Yeah, she's yeah. It's done. And eventually, the next morning, Toman comes and unchains Vala, who's completely unconscious at this point, mm-hmm. and carries her back to their house. And Sivas sees this and just lets him go. Yeah, this is when you start to go, what the fuck is going on And at the time, Vala doesn't know why Mm -hmm. Sivas just let that happen. Because reason. She was left out there without food or water for three days. Yeah, that's... How is she alive? Well, how is she alive? And as Sam points out, like, how is the kill Right. Well, because it's an Ori baby. Because it's an Ori baby. Because it's Damien and you should kill it. (laughs) I'm sorry. If the the Ori impregnate you, that's the, uh, you know, the anti-whatever version (laughs) of Christ. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's not good. Yeah. So, um, part of Vala was hoping that the baby wouldn't survive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... But at the same time, Vala's like, I can't explain. Like, it's still... Look, still I, I realize it's 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 the end of the world, but it's my end of the world. Exactly. And I do like that Cam mentions that she is surprised that, like, a part of her was even hoping that it did survive. Right. It's just, uh, you know, it's... I can't. I can't imagine what this feels like, right? But no. I imagine carrying anything inside of you that yeah. long, you start to become attached to it. Uh huh. Hundred percent. So in their bedroom later, Vala is afraid of Sivas, and Toman's like, "Look, don't bo- Don't worry. Ain't gonna bother you." Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's really sorry that he left her out there for so long, and he asks yeah. for forgiveness. Yeah. So in the morning, Toman is packed up and is heading out, gives her a kiss, and tells her that he'll be back that night. And, you know, being left alone with Sevis so close isn't it's the not great. best feeling. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm distracting Nixie guys while we're recording because <laughs> I'm doing weird shit with candles. <laughs> I apologize. So if you hear metal on metal... <laughs> That's me, and I'm so sorry. Um, but, look, it was time for some extensive recon, Vala says. <laughs> yeah. So she follows a path through the forest. When she hears people coming, she hides real stealth-like behind oh, a tree. Oh, super great, yeah. Listen, she didn't roll that high stealth, but all of these people rolled fine. nothing was, on perception. It was a low DC. Um, it's a, like, a whole bunch of armored locals being led by a prior. Yikes. And eventually she comes to a cliff. And she knew that all these ships were being built... But, like, seeing all the ships being built? Again, it's, it's like, different. we know that they're making clones, but yeah. when you see all the clones... Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. 
And from behind her, she hears, impressive, isn't it? As Vala turns ah. with a bit of fear and sees Sevis. It's time to be bad things. So Chekhov comes and sees Landry at the base of the gate in the mm-hmm. gate room. Oh, right, because remember, if there wasn't enough going on. Yes. Landry is not dumb. Yeah. Here's the deal. He does not small talk either. Goes straight into it. He yeah. goes, the Ori are planning a massive invasion pretty soon. It's a shitty time to argue about who gets the Stargate. Right. Um, but that's kind of what Russia was counting on. Wow. He wa- They wanted a time where there wasn't going to be a lot of discussion. Mm-hmm. And having China's involvement wasn't part of the official nego- like negotiation tactics sure. that they gave the president. Um, that's kind of why they just put Shen there as a nod for Landry to see. Yeah. And China was like, yeah, we're totes going to help you build your own SGC program. But, I mean, really, is that what Russia wants right now? Is that what Chekhov wants right now with the Ori about to attack? Yeah. I mean, here, have the gate. They're going to take you out first. Um, But they knew that it could be used as leverage. Mm -hmm. So by adding a wish list along with the negotiation, it's basically just advertising its blackmail. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're just going to... Here's what we really want. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and and they also don't want China to know that they're not serious about wanting the Stargate, that they're just using this for, uh, you know, leverage. So, Chekhov was counting on Landry being smart. What do you want? Cut to the chase. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me all the weapons. Sorry, it's loud time. (laughs) So, Vala pulls a small knife. Um, and Denya also comes out of the woods. Yeah, we cut back to, like, the oh shit moment we yeah. were just having. Uh, and, and he's like, look, everyone here can be trusted now. Everybody be cool. Yeah, we just had to almost kill you first to make sure we could trust you. Which, I mean, I'm not, I can't 100% fault Sivas for that. No, no. When it's, the stakes are that high. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just have to bring you to the edge of death. To make sure that you can be part of the Ironborn. Yeah. You have to be born of the sea. The leader of the anti-Ori underground movement. Of the, course he is. The, the, the piousness is a cover, uh-huh. but like the money, the power, influence, that purse is necessary if you're trying to mount a rebellion. Right. Well, the piousness is a great, great way to get people to stop looking at you. Exactly. And, and especially here. So, because they're in constant fear of being discovered by the Ori, but their other choice is to do nothing, uh-huh. which is not something that they can do. Yikes. Um, so they definitely have plans. All those ships are going to be activated and they have to be activated by a prior. Yeah. And they found a way to rig a whole bunch of them to explode. Little chain reaction going on. I mean, it sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a great plan. So they walk back to the village it's going to go down in three days mm-hmm. at the big celebration to activate all the ships. Um, everyone who built them is going to be there. Mm. Everyone who's going to be on them is going to be there. Yeah. All the people from the village are going to be there. And Vala's like, so your plan is to kill everyone. Uh-huh. They're like, well, yeah, because, it, I mean, gods can't be gods if we don't have anyone to look up to them. I mean, that's one way to look at it. It's like he's not wrong. Is it the most moral approach? However, it's one of those means justifying the end situations. Yeah, also, is this um, 
or ends justified by the means or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, the means are justified by the end. Yeah. Um, but also, is this the most effective way? I mean, because there's less ori than there are followers. Yes. So wouldn't it be easy? It's like, um, if you get to the root of the problem, it's easier than just trying to take out all the things I was like, it. so by your plan, you're just gonna, you know, kill the other 98% of so your just people? kill the entire everything? I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It's like you can keep mopping up a, a leak, but eventually you just gotta stuff the leak. And not if you get rid of all of the water. In the whole world. Yep. Yep. So now the trust is established, Vala took a risk and told them who she is, uh-huh. who she, you know, how she got here, all this kind of stuff. And that's when they show her something that they have in the base of one of the large tables, the communication device. Yay. Hidden in plain sight. After the incident with Daniel and her, apparently the priors took it to Celestia um, and Sivas has spies there and everywhere else. Basically, any pre ori artifacts are found, they're brought there and burned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the spies saw this news important and risked, you know, it was it was a, a Rogue One mission to oh, sure. get it out. Yeah, yeah. Everyone died, but the plans of the Death Star hundred percent made it to the right. I mean, person. that is what goes on in my head. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They smuggled out of the city. Daniel's crazy speech about communication from another galaxy did not fall on deaf ears. Woo. And like. With their plan, Sivas didn't want Vala to risk using it before they tried to blow everything up because it's like they're still not sure how how much the Ori can hear everything. Well, can and know it's everything. also if you happen to make that work, it's safer to reach out when there's yeah. less people up yeah. your ass. Yeah. So Toma comes home calling for Vala, and there's a prior who's already there. Oh. Who's looking for Vala? word of Toman's courage has spread in saving Vala. Uh-huh. And he's like, I mean, I just unchained my wife. She was Literally falsely accused. just stopped a person from dying. Like, she couldn't have lasted that long if the Ori didn't want her to survive, surely. Yep. Um, also, she's my wife, and also she's carrying my kid. Mm-hmm. And Priya's like, but is she? Is she, though? I mean, most of those words were true. Yeah. And... <laughs> And the prior goes, well, the injury that gave you that limp as a kid also prevents you from fathering children. Huh. Which I'm like, is that even true? Is that even possible? Also, I think maybe just the Ori prevented him. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, And Vala, oh, is just upstairs and hears all this sitting on the stairs. Yeah. Good job, Vala. And it takes some time for... Also, the Ori, shouldn't they be all-knowing? If Vala's in the house, shouldn't he know that she's in the house? There's... But whatever. Yeah. Um, and the prior says the child is the will of the Ori. That Toman's courage will be rewarded. And, like, you know, hollowed other children of the Ori. And I am sure dinner that night was not awkward at all. Nope. This is when you go, oh no, I'm carrying the Antichrist. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna rename myself Rosemary. So... The the day that everyone is just supposed to go down for the big ceremony, Vala's like, Toman, please don't go. Yeah. Um, like, there's no way she was going to be able to stop him, but it's like, 
I mean, everyone's going to be there, including the women and children. It's going to be so much fun. Not that I expected you to go. Yeah. Like, you've been so tired. This is fine. She's like, please stay. Yeah. Like, she even reaches out her hand to try to, like, reach out and touch somebody's <laughs> hand. And he's like, fuck you. Does not take that. Yeah, hands. he's not feeling this at all. And she's like, look, I have a bad feeling about things. And, like, any hope that he would stay with her is completely gone. Yeah, he's not... Things are not great for this guy. No. Toman is not easily pulled from this grasp that the aura I have on him. No, and it's one of those where... He's well under that spell. One line from the prior, he has completely closed off to Bala. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the day of reckoning for those who were raised by evil is upon them, he says. Yep. And he spent his whole life waiting for a chance to walk down this path, and he only hoped that Bala would walk it with him. It's clear Bala won't. He's like the prime example of all of this brainwashing that's been had. So yes. It's like he is an example of what everything is like with these followers. And so he picks up his bag and his staff and he tells her that blessed are those who walk in unison. Yikes. And Cam's like, day of reckoning. Um, I've heard the priors warn of impending doomsday. Uh-huh. That can't be good. Yep. This sounds familiar. A day when those who renounce the Ori will feel their wrath. Like, the Priors were just the first wave. The Crusade <sighs> is about to begin, which also means that somewhere there is a working Supergate. Yep. It's, um... It's like, this story is important, and, and trying to fix things on this particular planet, and this this... All of this stuff going on is all very important here, but yeah, it is in the scope of everything else. Yeah. This is just one example of what's happening tenfold, twentyfold, yeah. one hundredfold. It's like this is one village making this many shifts, right. and there's how many villages on this planet, and then there's how many planets. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, y'all, this shit's getting bad. Yeah. Yeah. It is a scale that I don't think anyone can fathom. It's like, and they call two friends, and they call two friends. Basically, uh, what we have is a giant pyramid scheme Uh huh. coming at us. Yep. This is fine. Exponential terror. So, um... That's the name of my new band. Yeah, so the, the, the bad, no good, horrible feeling that Vala had yep. was completely justified, but not for the reason she thought. None of those people died that day. Yeah. Because the plan failed. This is the part that leaves me a little like, what? And they don't know. Like, you know, you, you definitely get the vibe that for Vala, this happened this morning. Yeah. It was this morning that the plan failed. Yeah. They weren't able to figure out, did the Ori detect it? Did a prior come across it? Did just, like, the mechanics break down? Yeah, this idea of, like, we have no idea why. Yeah. Because we see them, like, rushing back through the forest. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Cam is like, do you have any intel on the ships? Do right. we know what shields? Like, anything. And before she can say anything more, the connection breaks. Yep. It's just Daniel there. Yep. We're fucked. 
um, the emulator is still running here on this end, so it had been something on Vala's end. And we see that it is. Uh-huh. There is a big old hole in that communication device yep. now. And Tommen is back because he didn't die. He put that hole there, and he then kills both Sevis and Danya. Yeah. I don't know that... I don't know what's going to happen to Tommen. I'm wondering if there's any redemption for him. I just don't know. But he's clearly not going away anytime soon. Um, Vala, he's like, you did say I couldn't kill an unbeliever. She was like, yeah! Sorry, I was wrong! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where, again, an example of how fast Vala can think on her feet oh, yeah. to save herself. This is a great, great moment for her. Yeah. And he, she starts to say something and Toman just yells at her that he is deaf to all but the teachings of origin. Like, there is oh, some man. rage in his heart right now. Yeah. And, and you know, Pryor told him that Sevis was corrupt and he tried to sabotage everything and he sent Toman here to kill him and then he finds Vala, his wife here, conspiring with him and Vala's like, yeah. hold the fuck up, dude. Let me roll like seven natural 20s in a row uh-huh. Uh-huh. with my deception uh-huh. and persuasion. Because my charisma is like a, it's above 20. It's like a 22 at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah. He goes, look, they made me do it. Yeah. Uh, they were going to kill me if I didn't help. And I mean, they left me outside for multiple days on end, so I had no reason right. to believe they weren't just going to kill me. Um, you know, they knew the device was some sort of communication device, but they didn't know what it did or if it was dangerous. So they kidnapped me and they forced me to use it. And like, hey, did the prior said that I was working with them were to kill me? No. We'll see. There you go. Then don't kill me. And... You know, she totes communicated with the Unbelievers a distance away. I can totes tell you all about them. Uh-huh. If you just put the weapon down. Yep. Please just don't kill me. And she continues that she did hear the conversation with Pryor. She was sitting on the stairs, and I didn't tell you because I was too scared to tell you. Yep. Good because, fucking job, Vala. Because, you know, I didn't know that this kid wasn't yours. Yeah. I didn't know that you couldn't have a kid. If this kid is the will of the Ori, that's a big goddamn responsibility, and I'm a little scared of that. And we should walk the path together. 100% Bullshit. because I need you to help with this miracle baby. Mm-hmm. With this demon seed, I mean, <laughs> blessed event. <laughs> it's a burden that I can't do alone. Uh-huh. And, uh... Yeah, totes walk that path together, yo. <laughs> and Toman's like, well, I have to go to war. Vala's like, well, I'm going to go to war with you I then. I guess we're all going to war. Uh, and war, you can, baby. You can see that Toman is convinced for now. Yeah. You know, he he's saying everything he ever wanted Vala yeah. to say. He, she's alive for now, yes. is what's happened. Um, and for some reason, I just go to... Uh, Oh, my brain just went to a musical, and then I'm stopping. Okay. Because it's, it's a song from Avenue Q. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I don't know it enough to sing it, but there's <laughs> a thing where it's like, for now. Nice. Anyway, I love when I reference things, but can't fully reference things. Oh, I know that feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the guy with the thing and the stuff uh-huh, and the uh-huh, blah, blah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But Toman kneels down and puts his head, you know, on her belly, and she's like, oh my god, I stole the nat 20s. Yeah, Can't she's believe like, I'm still cool, alive. I'm alive. But got it. Perfect. Done. Set. So, sometime later, Landry explains um, that 
to to Daniel that in the end they did have to give up a a three oh four. The next Daedalus class ship. I'm glad. Um, oh, I'm muted. I'm glad that they explain what the three oh four is because yeah. I was like, it doesn't mean anything. You know, it was a ship, but you didn't know which one yeah, of the yeah, ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the next Daedalus class ship. Yeah, and it would. Daniel, I thought was like I thought that was like a year away. He was like, no, I got expedited a little we, bit. We lied. Yeah. They didn't really have much of a choice but to give Russia it. And in the brief room, Sam explains that the Tok'ra and the Asgard are scanning for indications of supergate activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Jaffa Interim Council is placed to talk vessels all over the region. Yep. Uh, you know, hyper alert. Everyone's on high alert. Um. Because if the Ori can send troops and ships here, they're going to need every advantage they can possibly get. Yeah. And when they know Merlin was working on a weapon to fight them, everyone and everything right now is focused on finding the Supergate. But, I mean, it's not going to take too long to send one scrappy little team onto one lonely little planet uh-huh. to see if there might be some super awesome weapon designed specifically to fight the bad guys. Yep. Just, you know, that's all you need is one set of scrappy adventurers yep. to save the world. Stargate has taught us nothing. Yeah. The end. The end. Next episode ah! is Camelot. This was fun. I'm just ready to go to... Thank you so much for letting <laughs> us do these in a row. Yeah. Because as much as I love Vala's story and her yarn spinning yeah. and this whole thing, this is not enough to quell... Oh, I know. The, to satisfy the thirst for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening? What's happening in this bigger plan? Yes. Uh, ready. So ready. Gotta see how it ends. Yeah. Which I'm guessing fucking cliffhanger, <laughs> since we're gonna be here for another two eps. Yeah, we have um, two eps. It is a three-parter. Yeah. Yeah. So what's up for 3.30? What's the what's the name of our next episode? Oh, it's Camelot. Oh, well, yeah, you just said that. Oh, my God. It's okay. I'm ready. I'm, re- I'm happy to see Vala. I'm interested to see if we see her again in the okay. next episode. To see if we see her doing her little, like, Vala-y her, super spy. She goes Vala-y? She goes full super She rogue-y. goes a Vala-ing? Hey, man, yeah. Hey, man. If a rogue is built for anything, it's for this super spy deception shit. I still someday want to build Vala as a D&D character. Yeah. Um, she'd be good for a nice long-term campaign. She'd be good for a long-term campaign. We are doing a one-shot coming up, and so I'm building a much more bizarre character than oh, than, yeah. than, uh, than a Vala would be, but Vala is definitely a long-term campaign character yeah. that would be quality. Yeah. Koala T, with a capital T. Yep. Um, I don't, like, have a lot to share, because I just want to get to the next one. That's fine, that's fine. Um, so, guys... <laughs> Thank you for letting us mom at you. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, uh, for, we're still figuring out the exact definition. Hey, man! If Shakespeare can make up words, why can't we? Listen, I make up words all the motherfucking time. I like it. Um, okay, um, we'll see you guys next week with Camelot. Yes. Um, until then, find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us at Facebook, The Simplistic like Terra. Email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. Uh, patreon.com slash oh, like rate us like us review us on where the podcasts you find them and then rate us there we're doing it thanks for listening to all the pupple sounds take care of yourselves and be good bye bye